You're listening to Kapow, the pop culture podcast, comics, television, movies, and more. If it impacts fan culture, we have something to say about it. And now, your hosts, Michael, Jordan, Cliff, and Seth. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Kapow, the Pop Culture Podcast is back with it. My name is Jordan Lowe. I'm Cliff Barnes. I'm Seth. We're with it. That's We're pretty, with it. That's pretty great. How's everybody doing? It's about time. Feels like it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a month or so. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm... we 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 actually we had a week we didn't put an episode out. It felt weird. Nobody seemed to care. Nobody, Nobody noticed, but us. I Nobody. didn't even know that. Yes, <laughs> but hey, if, if you were letting them pile up, you got a chance to go through them yeah. all at your leisure. And you're kicking yourself. You didn't take right. the chance. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are closing in on episode 300. Oh, my God. We are just a few away, so we have been busy prepping for that. Mm. If you've listened to any of our the other... Royal we. Yeah, <laughs> any of our other... Cliff's been involved. You're the oh, only yeah. one not been involved. Okay, right? good. Yeah. yeah, that's what I like. You are our audience for this. Mm. If you've listened to episode 100 or 200, you probably know what's coming, but uh, we've been having fun going back so, to some of our older episodes to find some gems yeah um, i uh when jordan jordan sent me the uh the initial list and just reading like through his notes i didn't even have to listen to anything yeah you it knew was, it right yeah away. it just it i was i was cracking up i was like oh my gosh i forgot <laughs> about this i forgot about that should this, we tease a few oh man oh yeah let me yeah. let me have it First one I had was door number two on six seventy six. Do you remember that story? I do. It took me a second. Um, what's up with Tachaka's eye? <laughs> that was it. That was the one. Uh, I was guys, like, we we talked about eyes going back a long time. Yeah, and we're still it, doing it. That's our origin story, probably for eyes. Barbethel is a real wet blanket. Oh. <laughs> Very true. She is, yes. It is known. Yeah. Yeah, the first origin. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, there was some there was some good stuff in there. Yeah, that's uh it's exciting. Yeah. So So uh not not too much more of a wait for that. We'll be closing on that real soon. And we have a little housekeeping for our patrons. Uh we still don't know what happened, but uh Cliff, why don't you explain what uh <laughs> what we think happened? Yeah, um, I don't want to think what what looked like happened happened. Right, right. (laughs) Because one day we had no more patrons. (laughs) All our patrons left us. And and to show how much we pay attention to our money, um, we didn't notice it, (laughs) and and we had to have one of them pointed out to us. Um, But apparently, back in uh, early summer. Um, we don't know why, but every, all of our patrons, uh, subscription had been canceled, not even on the same day, like the same month, but not the same day. Weird. Um, we're, we're still not sure why, uh, that happened or how it happened. 
Um, I emailed Podbean about it, uh, sent a support ticket in, got a response um, that they really couldn't tell anything had happened and <laughs> that our uh, our campaign or our crowdfunding is actually still active. Um, they just don't know why it canceled everybody. So, so hmm. going forward here, um, look, if it was something we did, we're sorry. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm, I'm pretty sure we didn't because we never okay. touch it. Like, yeah, we don't ever bother it. Um, but going forward, I, we're, we're going to have to make a decision on, uh, on what we want to do with that. So if we're going to just continue it and, and see who, you know, ask everybody to resubscribe or repledge, um, to that same, uh, same campaign, but, or, or if we want to do something, uh, an alternative to that, that might be a little bit more, um, I, I don't want to say trustworthy, but you know, something a little bit, maybe a little bit more established. Um, so because, <clears throat> well, we don't want to tell Podbean, but, uh, we're not even supposed to have uh, crowdfunding at the, uh, the level that we pay monthly. Um, it's, mm-hmm. it's supposed to be some, uh, a higher level subscription, um, that, that gets that perk. But... I hate when that happens. It's like, it's like, uh, when you're using somebody's account for something and, and they don't have, doesn't this happen to you, to you guys with Michael or something? It's like, hey, oh, I'm trying to use this. Why have you not re-upped your thing? The, the show's out today. <laughs> I don't know what so, you're talking about. It's hard to complain. <laughs> I get so, all my streaming through legitimate means. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's uh, we may have apparently kind of slipped through a track, through a crack, and or been grandfathered in at some point, and I don't know, maybe some wires got crossed. I'm not exactly sure, but we're working on it. Um, we'll let you guys know on. We'll let our our patrons know on our on our facebook patron page i'm sure when we figure figure exactly w- what we want to do with that um or if we're not going to change it maybe we'll just keep it the way it is who knows so we definitely appreciate all of our patrons whether they pay us or not yeah <laughs> whether yeah, we get their sure. money or not what else <laughs> man the intention was there right <laughs> But it's yeah, it's been a little while since we've thrown an episode out there. But we actually all got together for a little bit of a field trip. Ooh. Uh, we we jumped in the cliff mobile and headed to Cleveland a couple weeks ago. <laughs> yes, out to the old ball yard. Yes, the ball yard. <laughs> the ball yard. <laughs> and uh, yeah, uh... take me out to the ball yard. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm just like this. Sounds like uh, somebody that doesn't know sports. I don't know this. <laughs> yeah, we we loaded up in tow with uh, and, and you know plus two low brothers and uh, up to Progressive Field and and caught found a, it. Uh... Found another low brother over yeah, there. Yeah, found another. That was great. I, I was just like, I remember walking up there. I was like, oh, I think that's Justin. But I, was, I didn't even say anything because I was like, obviously, if I know that's him, and I don't even think I had ever met him. 
in real life. And and I recognized him from the back, and you guys just stood right beside him. I was taking and, in the majesty of progressive field. Oh, well, I was I've overwhelmed. Been I've been there. Uh, but but then you start walking away. I was like, wait a second. He's right here. Yeah, we hadn't been there not even three or four minutes. And yeah, very easy meet up there. So, well, it was not a huge throng of people. The, yeah, that's the true. Attendance, the attendance yeah. was a little smaller than normal. Yeah, but... It rained on us for a bit, but not not terribly. Yeah. Uh, I guess yeah, the only one good. that brought a rain jacket. You were definitely were, um, but it, <laughs> but yeah, no, it was it was a lot of fun. Not a lot of people showed up for this for this uh, makeup game, so we kind of had. I mean, Battle of Ohio. Come yeah. On. It was the perfect thing for us. The, the Ohio the, Cup, yeah. Had, two, two, uh, two Cleveland fans and and three Reds fans, and um, and even in the crowd, I would say it was probably close to fifty fifty out of out of the few people that that stuck around for it. Yeah, but made the drive over. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, some of us were happier than others. Uh, Cleveland prevailed. I think nine to nine to two, something like that. It yeah. was it was pretty. Not close there at it some point. Not a little bit lopsided. Yeah. yeah also, the the closest I've ever been to a foul ball. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That was we close. were we were in the front row of the upper deck, right behind home plate, and uh, what's his name? Jose, Jose Ramirez. Jose Ramirez, big, probably the biggest name on the team. <laughs> yeah. Fouls one straight back, and it keeps climbing and climbing. I was like, that's not going to get all the way up here, is it? No, and it banged. Jared was on the aisle, and it banged into the seat, the very next seat to him. But there, you know, there's an aisle between his seat yeah. and that seat, so it was, you know, an arm's length away. Yeah. But there was a there was a uh, a handrail between him and the ball, and a guy behind him, or behind where the ball landed, reached over and picked it up. He's like, if it would have bounced off the seat and dribbled forward, he wouldn't have been able to grab it. But it didn't. It just kind of died in the seat. So. I've never even been in the same section as a foul ball. So I was, that was wow. very exciting. Yeah, it was pretty neat. And uh, we got to see some other people fight over a ball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was a, there was a struggle down below. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I thought it was a pretty fun night. We don't get to do that very often. We stopped and ate about halfway through. Um, had a, had a Sandy Duncan situation going on at the restaurant <laughs> but the, the eyes just that's follow us yeah. <laughs> so. anyway it was uh it was good i i on a whim i thought hey this feels like the perfect thing it's our chance to get out before the pandemic's back and we made it we made it happen we worked it out that's right so that was yeah, good. after over a year of being kind of cooped up it was nice to go out and do something in the out of doors at the old ball yard. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I remember that's, oh, take me out to the ball yard. Ah. And then soon after that, I had the free comic book day at the, sh- the old store shop. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we talked about that in a previous episode of all the fun books that were coming out. So we, uh, had a pretty good day. Uh, the number of attendees were down compared to previous years, which is kind of what I expected. Uh, didn't have any kind of record crowd or anything, which, you know, 
no nobody's doing that this year, I don't think. But right. Well, also it was in August. Yeah, so it was pushed from its normal date, so it's a little bit, you know, a lot of variables there. But sales were pretty good. Uh, collected a pretty good amount for the uh, Tri County Food Pantry. Uh, we had eight tables of local artists there. They all seemed to have a good time. Uh, Michael was there, debuted Insect Kid number one. Uh, it arrived the day before. It arrived on Friday, so he was oh, able to. Like, he was he was I'm able surprised to it didn't it. arrive on Saturday. Right. <laughs> that. Yeah, that sounds just right. So yeah, that was at the SoPro Comics booth. There, you can find more on that at SoProComics.com. I believe you can order straight from there. Maybe on a variant cover. We got some variant covers on there. We're all excited about. Um. Oh, I, real... I, wait, I, I, <laughs> I'm yes. going to, I want to interrupt. I was like, I want to apologize to Justin. I had met him before. No. I was sitting there thinking, I don't want to say that if I have met him. I did meet him <laughs> at the festival thing you did. He came down, was working the right. table the, at right, the right. loft. Where was that? Was that the Lafayette? Uh, he, anyone you've been to, he's been yes. there. I'm sure. mm. Okay. Yeah. The last yeah. one. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 I do remember that. Cause I think he was we sitting all at said... the, out yeah, front so you, yeah yeah okay sorry justin we had met <laughs> <laughs> but he came down for free comic book day too so he was he was there uh yeah i was there helping out um the, the only negative if you remember me describing this poster sponsored my presenting sponsor coca-cola is going to give us this <laughs> poster funny. with augmented reality you scan a qr code and You've got an art gallery and a prize wheel and all this wonderful stuff. Well, as of Friday afternoon, I still had not received the poster. So I texted a couple of retail acquaintances of mine, and the guy in Parkersburg had not got it either. Uh, but a guy I know in Columbus had. So some retailers got it, some didn't. Um, mine ended up showing up Tuesday. Free mm -hmm. comic day was a Saturday. It showed up three days later on a Tuesday. Nice, nice. Uh, but it said it was going, they were going to, I believe I was not an isolated case because they said, we're going to leave the code active for the next week. If any, mm. if any shops want to leave the, the poster up, people can still get those mm. prizes. So I thought, all right, well, so I put the poster up and then I read an article that said like the, even the shops that got the poster, they were having technical problems with it. It didn't work. When you, yeah, when you scanned it, it like sent you to the comic shop locator service and didn't do all the stuff it was supposed to do. And then uh, they were like, you know, they had to fix it on the day it came out, and it was a real problem. But and also apparently Coke didn't do any sort of advertising. You know, they didn't even send a tweet out that said, you know, go to a shop and check out our poster. Like they didn't. That was the only thing they did was these posters. So I thought, you know, having this big sponsor, they've got quite a reach. They, they've got, you know, Instagrams and Facebooks and Twitters that, you know, they, they've got millions of people they could reach this out to. And that was not part of the deal, I guess. Asking for a, a tweet or two was was a little bit beyond them. So a faulty poster and uh, <laughs> no help from our corporate overlords. So <laughs> thanks. Thanks, guys. That's great. The comic industry does it on own, I guess. So let's talk about movies. <laughs> All right. I'm out of segues. It's been too long. <laughs> Save Martha! 
puny god. I'm just a kid from Brooklyn. I'm Batman. Kneel before Zod! Under Ruth! Set it yourself, bitch. We're the guardians of the galaxy. So what's it gonna be, huh? Long, sullen silence? Or mean comment? Go on. You got me in a box here. <laughs> well, it's been a while, so I'm sure we've got a few to uh, that we've all watched, more or less. We had the big, you know, I think even when we went to... Uh, <laughs> Went to Cleveland. I think we were t- we'd already seen uh, su- the the Suicide Squad. That the is very important. Yeah. Super villains. Sad souls in costumes. Wanting you to think they're all dark and deep. What's it like? Living life as a punchline. But all it would take would be one blessed act of rebellion. For you to restore your dignity in its entirety. You know the deal. Complete the mission, you get ten years off your sentence. You fail to follow my orders in any way, and I detonate the explosive device in the base of your skull. Love him or hate him, these are your brothers and sisters for the next few days. Any questions? And... Yes, that is your hand. Very good. We're all gonna die. I hope so. Oh, for God's sake. So, came out in theaters and uh, HBO Max on the same day. So that was really nice. I uh, I was pretty excited about it. You know, I had faith in, in James Gunn, and I was one of those folks that I, I really enjoyed it. I thought, you know, it was ultra-violent and, and silly um, most of the time, but I thought it was a lot of fun. It felt very, you know, it just felt like, I was watching a comic book to me. Um, you know, I've read it. I've read a little bit of suicide squad here and there, and that's just the way it is. There's a mission. There's a, you have a, a ragtag cast of characters that sometimes don't always make it. And, uh, and it's just meant to be a lot of fun. So I highly enjoyed it. I'm a little torn that I, I, I definitely liked it better than the first one. Yeah. And it had some real enjoyable moments and some good characters, but I something about it didn't quite click with me. And I'm not sure, not quite sure what it was. Hmm. I for first off, what you know, and this is a this is a complaint about a lot of movies, but it was so gray. I'm just so sick of this gray looking movies. You know, I mean, there was so there was color in it, but mm-hmm. just it's like the everything's so gray and nothing wants to be vibrant anymore. You know, it's very yeah. annoying. Yeah. There were definitely, and, and definitely some, you know, even the costumes, some a lot more than others. Um, you know, we had a very colorful polka dot man. We had a very colorful, mm-hmm. uh, giant starfish. Yeah. Um, and, and, and of course Harley and everything, and she looked pretty comic accurate, Yeah. but then you had, you know, the, Edris Elba character was kind of 
blah on the costume. Was it Bloodsport, right? Bloodsport, yeah. I don't, Peace... I don't know all these DC characters, but I, I, I have a complaint about him. Yeah. But I, Peacemaker looked great. Yeah, the, he was know, great. The... That's what that guy should be doing. Like, yeah. quit trying to. Don't ever try to make him do a serious. No, definitely. This not. he was. That is exactly the type of character Cena should play. I, uh, well, I, I really liked, I really liked the movie. I, it's one of the better DC movies I think mm-hmm. I've ever seen. Like, I, I, I mean, I know what the Suicide Squad is. I don't, obviously, you know, some of these characters aren't even remotely what they are in the comics anyway. But <clears throat> right, um, but uh. But and it, some of them it didn't matter because they it doesn't were on matter. That's that's the whole minutes. point. It's the whole point. They're supposed <laughs> yeah. to be this They're disposable throwaways. thing. I thought it was really good. I I enjoyed it. I was, I mean, I don't know. It's not the. It's not it doesn't get some big rating from me or anything. But a, but a, but it's what I it was way better than I was expecting after seeing the first one, and I just really I. There was a lot to like about it. Yeah, I, the the only real complaint I had was that Bloodsport character. I felt like, to me, they really wrote Will Smith into the movie, and then Will Smith wasn't in the movie, and they just kind of threw another guy in there. Yeah. I, um, I'm not convinced the casual fan will even know he's supposed to be a different character. That's true. Yeah. It's a guy with guns mm. and a daughter that he's... yeah got problems with like that was deadshot's whole thing in the first movie it was a young daughter he's trying to you know impress so i guess it's a little different because he's kind of estranged from her but yeah i i uh, I, I, I rewatched the first one just a couple days i don't think i'd seen mm -hmm. the first one since it came out yeah i I rewatched it (sighs) it was rough but i i definitely the i forgot all the music in the first one and how ridiculous it was. There are like 75 like pop songs. They just throw out at, at random times. I you forgot about the, the, the Harley scene with the swing, better, 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 better swing. If you remember that song from the nineties, like, Holy is somebody cow. try is them trying to do what James Gunn. Yeah. So yeah. James Gunn is much better at that with yeah, his right. 70s soft rock and stuff. So definitely the soundtrack was better on this one. And even these throwaway characters had a lot more personality than even the main characters in the first one. Yeah. So what James Gunn did, I think what they wanted him to do. Oh, I know what I really liked. I love the transitions where they had the stuff written in the, Mm -hmm. um, the topography, you know, whatever in the, in the background. I I love all that stuff. I thought that was seamless and really perfectly matched the movie, the level of, you know, how serious you're supposed to take it and just like it was just well done all that stuff was was very creative and you know just made it a little comic booky and i just i love that yeah my biggest complaint and this isn't about this movie this and and i'm not this isn't totally original i i've heard other people complain over time and i've always agreed with this i do not like nanotechnology Mm -hmm. i'm sick of it it's 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 the it has the opposite effect of it's what like magic it can do yes. anything you yeah. need to do. But there's two, two two things about it. One, he's the only one like in this movie, Bloodsport's the only one that has it. 
his just what his gun just changes into every flipping mm. whatever he wants. And first off, that is that makes no sense. It that entire world would be different if this technology existed. <laughs> the world he was in did not have na- nanotechnology, just him. You know and, how many boomerangs boomerang could have? Exactly. <laughs> it, just, it just, I hate it. It doesn't look as cool as they think it does. And two, it would have been a hundred times cooler if he just freaking started pulling attachments off of himself, changing his gun a million different ways. Yeah. You know, it, uh, you know, for real, you know, whatever. I can't think of where, you know, just actually well, do. You know, yeah, and, and and with a, you know, just a lot of cool snapping stuff on, changing it for whatever purpose. Not this Iron Man crap, where your iron, your you know stuff. Mm-hmm. I I don't like nanotechnology, and it, and it did stand out because it was just him. It was just yeah. yeah. I mean, I I know certain people have certain you know these are heroes with their own technology and stuff, but that's not what that guy should be having. It, it should just be. He's good with guns. He's got a bunch of attachments. Don't do this stupid thing that creates a... <laughs> and that, that may have... That, that other people should have too, you know. That may have been an effort into trying to say, this isn't Will Smith. This is, yeah. you know, that's what I, he did. I, I, so, I, I, whatever. It's a minor thing yeah. as far as... I mean, there are all these movies do it now. It's I, like the evolution of comic books went there. You know, it, eventually it's just Tony Stark had to have... <laughs> The way the way no one wears a real mask anymore or helmet, it just shows up. It just pops like, up because they it. don't want the actors pulling them on and off. So I hate just, it. Everything just magically appears on your yeah, face. Yeah, you're. Yeah, I I I know why they do it, and they're not going to stop doing it. Mm-hmm. But it's never going to make me happy. But character wise, I thought the story was was fun. Um, I love Starro, even though I knew Starro was going to be in it. I Guys, love Starro. I, I, I swear love the to you, I, you know, I swear to you, that. I I did not do this as a joke because mm. I wrote these notes when I watched the movie weeks ago. In my notes, I have Starro's eyes are weird. <laughs> it's, we have an we obsession. are obsessed. We're obsessed with eyes, but they, they, they had kind of like weird googly eyes or some some about it looked off to me. I don't know. I mean, a giant foam starfish is gonna look silly anyway. But right. something about his eyes did. And I, I liked, I liked that i guess the character that like what was the last thing he says i mean, i assume everybody's seen this by, yeah, now, by but now just but just the fact i was perfectly happy you know i was happy just laying there looking at the stars or whatever or something yeah. he says something like that it's just like that was good that was it was good you know it's like you guys did this to me you know yeah yeah excellent um i you know, I mentioned, you know, John Cena playing Peacemaker. I thought that that character was great for this movie. Um, there's been all, you know, even before the movie came out about Polka Dot Man was a standout in this. And I thought he was really good. I really, you know. Yeah, I loved, I loved that character. And that was cool. the surprising out of all of them, Rat, Rat Catcher 2. Um, and then having Taika Watiti as Rat Catcher. Uh, her her father, but but they took this, you know, they really made something out of that character. I highly enjoyed it, and I was like, man, I hope if they do another one of these, I hope she's the villain. Like that would be awesome, mm. um, for such she, a silly character. But yeah, she was definitely my favorite of the bunch. I I loved her. She costume was this, even. Like, she was being costumes. serious. She's yeah. one of the only people that was like a serious role, kind of, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. 
the like the ma- the mask that you know, looked yeah. like the uh, what do you call that like uh, fumigator or whatever yes. like that. Yeah, like, but yeah, yeah, her, I yeah, her, tried to think of the word the other day. Yeah. That, that's good. <laughs> but yeah, the costume work. <laughs> I thought the actress was really good and like mm. pulled off. You know, the one of the few characters that was actually trying to be a hero. Uh, yeah, I think Margot Robbie. I think was born to play Harley. Now that they figured out who Harley is in these movies, yeah, she is perfect. Uh, where she's not just the the Joker's girl, that kind of deal. Like she has her own kind of yeah. thing going on. I thought the Milton gag was one of the funniest things I've seen in the movies in a long time. Of like, because I, I was like, why is that guy still? Because I had thought that like that guy in flip flops is still just following them around, and then they start arguing over. Has yeah, Milton been funny. here the whole time? So, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that worked. I, I don't know. Some, um, the they did the same thing the first movie did with the villains. Or the the infected people, like they're already dead. When Starro mm-hmm. gets on your face, you're dead. So they can just mow you down, yeah. and there's no moral. Gri- so in the first movie, everyone had the, their weird like bubble creatures or whatever that they had been mm-hmm. infected by the the ancient evil gods or whatever. So they just mow them down. Like I would prefer a little more like, you know, do we save these people? Do we kill these people? You know, a little bit of moral gray area there the would, best, would be the, nice the best scenes the scene though to me was murdering the entire village of of, of good people yeah and then find just, just stab, 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 stab stab just like all these people they're like oh these were the these were the good guys <laughs> that was good yeah the excellent job um you know I, 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 I still laugh no matter what medium it is, uh, no matter, you know, cartoon, movie, uh, live action show. Um, I, I still love what they do with King Shark. He's just, I mean, in all of it, it's just uh, no matter what version it is, I'm always like, that is great. <laughs> I loved what Ron Funches did with him in, in the Harley cartoon. And, and that character has been featured on the flash TV show a few times. And then, you know, here we are again. I was just like, and it was very similar in a lot of ways to, uh, to the Harley cartoon show, but, but, you know, having Sylvester Stallone do that voice was just, it was great. I, I so happy with this movie. Um, I need to go back and watch it again. Cause I really did enjoy it. Watched it kind of late at night with my kids, and it just at the that first viewing felt very long, um, like it was never going to end a little bit. But yeah, overall great. So it is on it's on HBO through September fifth, so you still have a little bit of time to watch mm-hmm. it. And uh, they had a little bit a little speaking of King Shark, they had a little behind the scenes like a little two minute thing I watched of costumes or what uh, a couple of little behind the scenes featurettes. And on set, the stand-in for King Shark was Steve Agee, the comedian. Mm-hmm. He played the guy in the control room, yeah, the computer guy. So, yeah, so he was the stand-in. And there was just one little shot of him standing there wearing, like, this big foam thing to make him look, you know, bigger. And it looked almost like a life jacket with a fin on the back. So he's a real big guy, tall yeah. guy anyway. So him just standing there in this big, puffy, like, shark abdomen like it was a really funny to, to see the uh, the behind the scenes of it all and in the credits i was reading the credits and they credited a couple of the rats that were not cgi hmm. and the rat her rat sebastian 
was played by a rat named Crisp, C-R-I-S-P, Rat. So it was played by Crisp Rat. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's funny. <clears throat> well, yep. I think it was it was a success. It's pretty disposable to me. I probably will never watch it again, but I did mm-hmm. think it was good. I thought it was a good DC movie. We're gonna have to save that for the archives because Seth doesn't say that very. No. I know. Hey, I'm being honest. I like. I'll tell you if I like it. It was no Zack Snyder thing. Uh, it's no yeah. surprise to me that I liked the James Gunn DC movie. So what do we got now? Anybody see anything else? I don't know. I have to look here. I'm unprepared. Uh, the other HBO premiere was that uh, Reminiscence. Oh, I'm watched it yet. Uh, okay, that was the. Uh... Hugh Jackman, Rebecca yeah. Ferguson, Tandy Newton, Cliff Curtis. Yep. Yeah, I, I, I hadn't heard of this movie, and it just kind of popped up on HBO one day as I was browsing through, and I thought, wow, do I want to watch this movie? I like Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. It's, this, this it's looks... Crisp Rat and Hugh Jackman. <laughs> but then, I like um, Rebecca Ferguson, so I do want right. to watch and well, I stopped and I, yeah, the reviews weren't very, from what I, the reviews, I kind of, the headlines, yeah, they didn't, it, didn't it was kind of trash. So I did, I did end up, didn't watch it. So well, this is the feature debut from Lisa Joy, who was a co-creator of Westworld. So she wrote, this is the first film she wrote and directed. And there's definitely a Westworld vibe about, you know, cause it's about, uh, there's, the future has this technology that you can go back and capture people's memories. You can get into their heads and it kind of projects them and you can see. So it's used as, you know, the police can go in and interrogate you or people can pay money to remember a lost love that they had as a child and that kind of thing. So uh, that's, that's the conceit. So it's, you can already tell it has a Westworld sort of memories and reality and past and future and that kind of stuff. So it throws that into kind of a noir detective story Rebecca Ferguson is is she the the damsel in distress or is she the femme fatale or is she you know it's Hugh Jackman's kind of trying to solve uh, her story so I I liked it. it yeah it's not the best thing I saw this year but it had a good sense of place and really good world building uh, in the settings and stuff in in this near future because sometimes that stuff's a little bit sloppy but I, I mm-hmm. you expect the person in charge of Westworld to think about what the near future would actually look like. And I think it did a really good job at that. Yeah. I want to check it out. I, I watched, I did watch a movie this month on Apple TV plus or whatever. Uh, called Coda. You're the girl with the deaf family. Yeah. yeah. And you sing. Interesting. Something's got a hold on me here. What are you doing next year? Working with my family. Let me tell you now, I've got a feeling I feel so strange. Everything about me seems to have changed. I've been coaching for Berkeley College of Music. I can help you get a scholarship. And 
I had seen, I put it on my watch list a couple months ago. At some point there was a film festival or something this year that it got a bunch of buzz and Apple bought it for their channel. And, you know, it has uh, Amelia Jones who played Kinsey in the Lock and Key season one. And she's like a newer actress. And CODA stands for Child of Death of deaf adults, I believe. Hmm. Um, yeah, deaf adults. She's, she's a, her in the, oh, and Marley Matlin plays her mom. Um, anyway, the whole, her, her father and mother and brother are all deaf and she is hearing. So it's just the struggles involved in that. And, um, like I said, it got a lot of buzz. Like people really love this movie. And I, I mean, I don't know that you could watch it. I'm sure that people, I I will cry at anything if they pull enough at my heartstrings and stuff. But I, uh, so I, you know, of course, teared up at the parts uh, that they want you to. And it was fine acting and it was a decent movie. I, but it was so it was like watching the Hallmark Channel as far as I I, I really mm. don't get the buzz because <laughs> it was so cliche the whole thing everything that you thought was going to happen happened the tryout for uh for her to get to go off on her own she's got a tryout because oh she can sing and they can't hear and uh, it's just like there's the you you want them going to watch her sing and they can't don't they're just watching other people react to it and that's neat i get it but it's like you want there it's an obvious thing that could be solved right in this moment that yeah. they're not doing and they wait till the end of the movie to do it and <laughs> everything is so cliche from a you- music teacher to helping her to her boyfriend everything and i was just like it was just like cookie cutter hallmark movie and it annoyed me did you ever go back and watch on apple plus that um that palmer justin Tim- it's Timberlake? on my watch list but no i haven't watched okay it. i watched it has that be yeah probably but i mean it was good but it uh, now that you say that yeah it was kind of oh was it okay because uh, that, little... that's i mean <laughs> it, it i I, re- I was enjoying coda as i watched it but it, but as it went on, I was like, man, everything that should happen is happening, mm-hmm. and it got all the way to the end. And yeah. I'm like, okay, you did it. You made everybody cry, but it wasn't anything <laughs> special. So, eh, it's fine. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's it for that's all the movies I think I've I've watched. It's still. All right, I got one more thing. I, I took notes on this a little while back, but we, our, our recent episodes have been pretty packed. So, but this is this is important to me, so I'm going to get up there. Mm, uh, this is just a little vindication for me. Uh, they, Esquire magazine did a profile of Kevin Bacon a few months back, and one of the questions was, "Are there any roles he'd be interested in going back to revisit?" Oh lord! And he said, oh "He God. says he likes to leave the past in the past." You know he doesn't he doesn't we, think back on that and then he stopped and corrected himself. We know where this is going. Tremors. <laughs> it was one film quote. It was one film of mine that I wanted to revisit that character. 
I don't look back at all. In fact, Tremors is the only movie of mine that I've rewatched since it came out. We were around the 25-year anniversary. I went to Bloom House, and they were totally into the idea. Universal didn't want to remake it as a feature, and also maybe because it didn't work as a feature the first time, so we put it aside. Then they came back to me and said, what would you think about doing it as a series? The series was shopped around, and eventually they ended at sci-fi, and then died before making it to air. I would still love to do it, but believe me, maybe it needs to be the 30th anniversary or the 35th, but we'll keep going. You know what Kevin I, I like out there standing for what all I like things. about that. I thought for a se- I thought for a second I was going to I was going to say uh-uh with that where I was going. But I thought he was uh, usually when an actor says something like that, they're just advertising. They're just promoting something, but the right. fact that it did get canceled, yeah. and he's mm-hmm. just saying he just has a love for it. I, I like that. Like that, that's a true that he actually feels that way about. Yeah. It. And how many actors have you heard? Oh, I don't watch anything. I mean, I can't stand to watch myself. That right. Kind of thing. Yes. So that's an, uh, that's a standard thing. But I've heard him in interviews before talk about like he'll walk into the room and his kids are watching Tremors or something like. So it, it definitely has some place mm. with his uh and his nostalgia. Yeah. Cool. That's cool. Maybe something will happen. Oh, my echo said thanks. <laughs> I don't know why. All Talking right, so before we wrap this one up, we could do a segment we haven't done in a little bit. Yeah, you know me. You down with KPP? Yeah, you know me. What the hell is wrong with you people? You know me. What's wrong with you? What is wrong with you? I hate so much about the things that you choose to be. Why are you the way that you are? Question mark. <laughs> so what do you got? What do you want to know about us, Jordan? Uh, and yourself. I had a couple to choose from. I just uh, I just went to the insurance agent this morning and paid my insurance bill. So mm. that got me thinking about, uh, you know, casualties, that sort of thing. So, uh, hey. If uh, something happened, like your house caught fire, there's some kind of natural calamity, what would be the one thing you would save out of your house? You just had time to grab one thing, maybe two small. You have, so you got a left hand or right hand. Oh maybe yeah, you, you got it. You grab two small things or whatever you can carry. What's the one oh. thing? And we're not talking children or pets. Yeah. Or, yeah. Know, what one inanimate right. object would you now, save? Now, are you taking into account how hard it would be to get at? said thing like think in your house what where it is uh, what would you small what fire. would you the, uh, the fire uh, you're just smelling smoke <laughs> you have a little time no no i don't want that i want a realistic <laughs> i want to like i want you to put yourself in this situation blazing fire none of this smoke you what can you realistically get run to? like george costanza and not do it <laughs> i wouldn't do it i would knock anyone out of the way yeah. wouldn't grab anything Right, I'd grab yeah, just grab the eclair off the top of the trash, and I'm out of there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I uh, yeah, I'm just like trying to put myself in the moment. What could I actually get to? 
I'm I'm really because if if you have any more time than that, you can grab more than one or two things. Right, so right. so put yeah. yourself in that. Yeah, and and you know the the cliche answer everybody always says. Well, I'd grab the the family the family picture album. You can't replace those. Um, but I, I think we need to disqualify that answer because I hear that I've heard that question. Yeah, and I've well, heard who, that answer. Cliff, we, Cliff would grab an armful of Ewoks and just yes. yeah. At, right now, after all the money he spent on Ewoks, he'd like I get that stick that I paid forty five dollars. That's for. right. <laughs> that little teeny tiny piece of plastic. Yeah. My, oh. Yeah. Oh man, a melted it. puddle of Ewoks would be the biggest mm. tragedy of the whole fire. It's so sad. I don't even want to think about it. I don't want to think. I just I've thought about if everything burnt down. It's like I'm not gonna be able to. All of these omnis I've been buying, yeah. all these games behind me. All, oh my gosh, all this I, stuff. I have definitely had that thought. Right uh, to my left here is a window. I'm kind right. of honest. Uh, yeah, I would he's take this he's window. chucking stuff out the window. But oh yeah, these long boxes. I'm like, how many of these long boxes can I can I, you know, careen out the window? And they, it's not it's not quite a second story, so it wouldn't be a huge drop. They'd probably still be in good conditions. Yeah. yeah, I've got uh, a, I've got a short box of like autographed comics that would be irreplaceable. You know, all the conventions I've gone to or celebrities yeah. I've met. So that would be pretty much the top of my list. Because like, you just couldn't ever get those again, but it's still just, eh, it's just objects. I don't know. But I, yeah, I don't have a. T- I'm a renter. I'm in an apartment, mm. so I, I don't have a ton of heirlooms or anything. So yeah, there's no silver, uh, silverware, or any you know, fancy. I've got to get the forks. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, that's actually, <laughs> um. That's actually probably it for me, though. I have, I have Ewoks. No, 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 no. I have two. uh, uh, I have two stainless steel thick kettles that belong to my grandmother, and she used those all the time. Just tried to picture just for a second. Cliff, there's a fire. He runs out, grabs two kettles. Yes. Ruts out of the house. Out. You're standing One in the yard with hand. kettles. I better, <laughs> I better see when I look out the door. You yeah. holding two kettles. Yeah, but that, uh, you know, if that... you can fill them with water, you can help fight the fire. Right. See, it's... they're utilitarian. Exactly. Dual purpose. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but those, you know, the one especially that was like what she used. That's what she used. She made. You know, she was famous for pies and mashed potatoes, I swear. But the cream tomatoes, the the homemade mashed potatoes that we have all these family memories of, that will it's just something that can't be duplicated. And she always made it a point from when, gosh, even when I was a kid, that when the day came, those were to go to me. That's And that's really yeah. kind of all I have. Like... Mm-hmm. When we went through their house, when my grandparents, when we went through their house, um, after they'd passed away, like everybody got something, um, and there was a lot of stuff and I just kind of let, I, I, I just kind of let everybody else take what they wanted. And because I knew what I, I knew that one thing. Um, so Mm. that would be probably, 
you know, I don't know how much damage fire could do to that, but that would probably be, you know, on the li- on the short list. Um, oh, I get it. Other than that, I'm not yeah, real sure. Everybody, like I said, everybody kind of says, oh, the family pictures or, you know, grab the safe or whatever. But um, I'm looking, I'm looking right to my left. I'm like, what do I got in this room right here? Like, what's, what's, yeah. you know. Yeah. You got your uh, all the controls I see there, and and your yeah yeah. You're yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in the cockpit of an X-wing right now, or is that an X-wing? Yeah, yeah it's an X-wing. Entire, yeah, yeah, it looks a little less cramped than a snow speeder. I was trying to figure right, out. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I just remember these bad boys are in my house as well. So, oh, VHS, the VHS copy, Star Wars trilogy. yeah, non-special edition. Oh, you grab Wars. those, and I'll grab my VCR. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My grandma's VCR. Yeah, she loved me. the The other thing, <laughs> the other thing I have, uh, like right next to me, I have like, uh, the the Atari twenty six hundred sitting Ooh, here. Yeah. Um, I, I these, I'm just trying to picture this. Yeah, and, and it's in the fire. I here I go. Where's the twenty six? Where's the Atari? At? I need the cable. Uh, gotta, I'll never, I'll never find the cable for this. I've got to unscrew the cable from the back of the TV. <laughs> but (laughs) it's the only you know that was the one that was my childhood one right there i don't you know a lot of that a lot of toys and stuff i got rid of you know that all became yard sale fodder uh but for whatever reason we kept we kept the atari and uh and, and it still works um that we still every great once in a while we we dust it off and plug it in um, but I got a stack of games here. The the last big time we, we really hooked it up was when my grandmother passed away. Whole family, we had the funeral and we were like, what are we going to do afterwards? We were going to go over to my parents, the whole family, you know, the immediate mm-hmm. family. And, um, we had all this food and stuff, but it was like, what are we going to do? We got all these, we kind of, you kind of feel obligated to entertain a little bit. So I went up into the closet, into, into the closet and, and dug you know, the box with the Atari out, not knowing if it still worked or not, took it over to my parents. We figured out how to, how to hook it back up to the modern big screen TV. And, uh, I sat there with a bunch of my cousins and, and all of our kids. And I mean, we just, it was one of the best, you know, not, it sucked, but we made, you know, but lemons was, out of lemonade yeah, yeah. and had a blast with this thing. Oh, heck just yeah. like you do when these things happen. So, so well, I think if you made that. it. Yeah, I think maybe if you made it out with them kettles or that Atari, I think you'd be satisfied. You'd look back later and think, "I have this, and this yeah. is a me- this is connected to a memory, or I knew it meant something to somebody, you know, someone before me." And I, you know, you will feel like you escaped with something. Well, I, as far as me, I, I mean, anyone that knows or has ever heard any of my stories about genealogy would know that I am very lucky to have several heirlooms that I, you know, I would absolutely would be what I would be grabbing on the way out. I, you know, I, it's ridiculous, but you know what what I have, but I would, I was trying to think where, you know, it would not be as easy to get to, but, one one of the things, but but quickly, my I worked diligently doing genealogy about a dec over a decade ago 
worked really hard and and that doesn't equal should not equal the windfall of stuff I found. I just happened to be lucky right. to have had these stuff. These things existed. I don't think I'm some master genealogist, but I, I got lucky that these things were out there and I was able to acquire my great, great grandfather's civil war rifle. It took a decade to get that from where it was, but I did get that. And I have his civil war papers, mm -hmm. you know, that, you know, from the Ohio 100 that jo joined the civil war and stuff. I have that and his enlistment paper framed on my wall. And, and these are the things I would grab realistically. I probably, if it was a blazing fire, I wouldn't be able to get the rifle, but right by my door, walking out the door, they are there for a reason by the door <laughs> are the civil war papers and his pocket watch that, that his wife bought for him on Christmas Eve, 1888, you know, that, that would be coming with me. So if I made it out the door with at least that watch, I would be satisfied. Do so, you still have that published online when you put all I that I think together? the link's broken. The link is broken. Okay. But I don't, I'm proud think... of that story, and I should try to fix that. If anybody ever got wanted to read that, I'm I'm pretty proud of having you know of that i'm glad it exists yeah. it was it's a once in a lifetime thing that happened to me and and i was able to you know i got it spit it out there in a couple of weeks and jordan of course the perennial editor <laughs> you know got my uh story straight got me to fix all my punctuation and everything and made it legible so uh i uh i'm, I'm i like the finished product i, I honestly want to like get it in like a soft cover or something. Mm -hmm. I just have it printed out or I can print it out, but I, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd like to fix that link and then maybe we'll post it and people can get a chance to read it again or something or for the first time, but it's pretty exciting for me. So yeah, that, that was a, that's why I was, I liked your question because I definitely have an answer for what I would grab out the door. Yeah. I should not have gone last then. That was, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, like I said, I I rent a place. Anything with any heirloom or family thing is still at my mom's house. So I, there, I, there's nothing here. I moved so often. I don't, you know, I I live pretty uh, Spartanly, so I don't have any big picture albums or any heirlooms like that. But uh, so yeah, I probably would have said the thumb drive with all my writing on it. Oh yeah. That's mm -hmm. good. Because that, you know, if I lost, but that's all backed up. I've got that. I've got a copy at the store and a copy here. So uh, I try to keep that updated on the <laughs> having a backup on that. So, yeah. But, yeah, my first thought would have probably been, yeah, my laptop and a thumb drive to, to, mm -hmm. to, to make sure I didn't lose the writing I've done for a decade. But, uh, yeah, I, the, I don't have a better answer than the my autographed comics because it's, Again, they're just, it's not the value of them, but it is. I flip through them and remember every show I went to. Mm. Oh, that guy was really nice. Oh, I met Joe Kubert. His hand, man, his handshake was really firm. Like I have all these memories that they're associated with. So yeah, the value. I'm never gonna sell them, but it is, you know, dozens and dozens of books from all these shows I've gone to over the years. It's like a remind, a, a nice reminder of the 
uh, the, 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 how important comics have been to me over these years. So I think I'd grab a short box. Yeah, big surprise, comic book guy. <laughs> hey, that's that is that is a lot of. I mean, these are attached to memories that will spark your memories as you look at them and stuff. So I, yeah, I definitely, definitely, those kind of things are just under the heirlooms for me. You know, I'm like, what would I grab in that situation? You know, what could I, all those kind of possessions that I, it's so, I, the whole thought like scares the crap out of me because there's so many things, even if insurance covered the things you've, yeah. col yeah. you've collected, you'd never be able to. It's not a monetary them. thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's such so hard. I, whenever I hear a, a girl I work with her, home burnt down a couple months ago and it was like and they didn't make it out with much and if one of my best friends hit their home had burnt down i was just like man that is devastating you yeah. just you just lose everything well we're, we're fortunate enough in in today's world that we do you know that traditional well i'd grab the i'd grab the family bible i'd grab the 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 photo albums we're fortunate enough that like the photos now are backed up you know they're yeah, in the cloud they're the digital cloud. They're, yeah they're on facebook whatever so we're fortunate facebook is uh, honestly where you if people really want to find pictures of their lives yeah. go on there your family has put them on there you know? right right so we've progressed enough kind of almost almost past that at least for recent years um you know i've got a i've got a box here of photographs from my grandparents and my great grandparents um, and yeah, uh, going back into the, into the 19th century, you know, when photos were brand new and a lot of it though, it's like, we don't know who these people are anymore, you know, that are in these photographs or it's, you know, I don't know whose farm this was. I don't know whose horse this was, you know, it's a lot of that, but we can't throw them away, but let's, but we don't really have any, um, <laughs> You know, yeah, we, I, we I, I, to it. I totally get that. I, I mean, everybody deals with that. You get these pictures you just don't know. Yeah. That's why if, uh, you know, I always was, I always loved looking when I would look through old boxes of pictures and stuff when I was doing that. And I, I would, I would feel, I never would may have met one of these people who had the pictures, but just the fact that they were one of the people that wrote on the back of the pictures who was in the picture. I was like, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that is just whoever wrote that on there and said from left to right, da, 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 man, that's, yeah. that is the stuff. Yeah. And let me tell you, most, from the ones I have, most of them aren't that way. <laughs> like yeah. it's unfortunate. So, yeah. But again, a problem that will never exist in the future. Right. No. It's they will totally be tagged and archived. You'll know exactly the minute it was taken, where and with who. It's crazy. Yeah. Anyone has to. It, it's a totally different world uh, there. So, and but anyway, since this doesn't come up a lot, I will tell anyone if you have any interest in those times that didn't have all these Facebook timestamps and anything. If you want to go back and look at your family stuff, do it sooner than later. The sooner you do it mm. while anyone is still alive yep. to ask questions. That is the best advice I can give you. Don't put it off. People that know things are going to be gone. Yep. Oh, and to, to wrap, to wrap this into a little boast at the, the photo you took of the three low brothers at the mm. game. Yes. I emailed that to my mom and she emailed back and said, thanks. I'm crying at work. 
So that yeah. photo. <laughs> it was just in that up. moment. I thought, I don't know that these guys are together all that much. <laughs> and then anybody said, I, it just, I was like, go stand over there. So, so the, the power of good. the power of photographs. Yes, can't be it, is, it sure. totally is. I'm, that makes me feel really good. I'm glad that, uh, it was a good pick. I snapped a few. I was like, oh, this is the best one. <laughs> and I love that the tech, we're so lucky that the technology is like, I could take that picture and send it to you guys immediately. So yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. What do they say now? Uh, out of all the photographs ever taken, 10% were taken in the history of photographs, 10% were taken today, uh, you know, today. Because yeah. that's how many photographs we take now because that's, it's so easy. Yeah, that's you couldn't, you know, you got to roll a film. You can't waste it. You could only yeah. take it. You could only take that was it. Oh, man. My, you only had 24 my fr- shots. My, I, my friends had a, a photo store. Mm. Uh, his parents, my whole growing up, and just like, this was an art. You know, it's like people, people were obsessed with that and pictures, every picture mattered. And mm-hmm. now it's so disposable. Yes, it is. It, it it was really something, um, you know, even with home movies and stuff, because that film was so expensive. You, you only had that limited amount that, you know, so, and, and a lot of the, if you watch even the old home movies now, a lot of them, it's just two seconds of this, two seconds of that. And we're moving, you know, they, they couldn't take the time mm-hmm. to really capture a lot sometimes. They so. were, they were built for TikTok, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, that's for sure. That would Eight be a millimeter neat thing. TikTok. Yeah, yeah. So, well, I I'm glad you asked that question, Jordan. That was a good conversation. I enjoyed that. Hey, you got to know us. Yeah, you know us. <laughs> All right, that'll do it for this episode, everybody. So we will be back shortly with some more pop culture talk on the road to episode three hundred. Everybody go check the batteries in your smoke detector and be safe out there. My name's Jordan Lowe. Red 5 checking out. This is fine. Bye forever. Well, I'm going to give you the bad news first. I've totally uh, been too preoccupied to watch Riverdale. Kapow! The Pop Cultured Podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udamwithkpp.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and leave a comment. Kapow! The Pop Cultured Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, and wherever podcasts can be found. You can connect with us through social media on Facebook, YouTube, at The Kapow Podcast on Twitter, or email the show, Kapow! The Pop Cultured Podcast at gmail.com. If you really want to go the extra mile, please sign up to be a patron through the Podbean app or our website, www.udamwithkpp.com, to receive special content and early access to some episodes. We are grateful to anyone that chooses to contribute, but please know that most of our content will always remain free, so please continue to like, comment, and share.